What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Talk to Living podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. Clint, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Who is Optimus Prime? He is a transformer. He's the leader of the Autobots in the Transformer universe, and he's pretty amazing. He is also a semi-truck that turns into a robot that (laughs) carries a sword. So the word that you use just now to describe Optimus Prime that stuck out to me is leader. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know this, but the word Optimus actually has a root word of Optus, which actually means the best. And so we're going to talk about that today. And we're going to talk about why we shouldn't strive for perfection, but we should actually strive to optimize. And Optimize has been one of those, it's like the word bulletproof, right? When Dave Asprey came out with bulletproof, it was one of those slang, trendy words. And I feel like optimize in the past five years or so has turned into one of those sort of slangy words. And it's great for things like marketing and content creation and, you know, the very thing that we're doing right now. But a lot of people don't understand that optimize actually means to be the best. And when we consider that, we think the best needs to be in comparison of. And we have a tendency to do that. That's natural for us to do in comparison of that person that we saw on Facebook, in comparison of that really successful person who makes more money than I do, in comparison of that person with a body that I wish mine looked like. And we don't take a step back and use this in a way to where we're framing it to be the best us. And I think it's important for us to really sit and think on because what would make you, Clint, the Optimus Prime version of yourself? How would you become that transformer? That's a a good question. That's something that... I'll sit here and drink my coffee while you talk. (laughs) I'm stalling right now because I'm trying to think of how I would want to respond to this and really what it comes down to is having a level of self-confidence and the, a positivity about me instead of diving down my own rabbit holes of negative emotions or negative thoughts. Okay. So I'm just going to pause you really quick because in atomic habits by James clear, he talks about the importance of us having micro habits and how, compounding the effect could be with those micro habits. And when we think about fitness as an example that we use a lot, and it just so happens to be a big part of my life, and that's why it's easy to use it. But when we think about a micro habit and we compare it to the end outcome, I want to look like this. I want to feel like this. A micro habit of that would not be like, I'm going to go kill myself in the gym for three hours, seven days a week. And yes, I'm talking like a dude, bro. (laughs) A micro habit would be I'm, I'm just going to do the one thing. And the structure that I have for my fitness routine is not necessarily the entire plan because I'm very in tune with my body. I have a knee that could give out at any moment. Mm-hmm. And 
I know that I need to listen to my body while I'm in route, right? I'm in the process of the routine that I hope that I'm going to accomplish for that workout, but I'm not going to discredit myself on the work that I've already put in if I don't do X, Y, and Z when I am in our gym. And so a micro habit for me, um, and this is probably in between micro and macro, would be I'm going to start with a mirror. We recently got a mirror, and it is such an amazing addition to our gym. And I will do one class on the mirror. That's 15 minutes. That's usually my first micro in between macro goal. And it's usually strength training. I've been switching it up a little bit and like learning some of the other classes. They have some cool dance ones and I dance really bad. So I thought maybe it could be like killing two birds with one stone, Mm -hmm. getting in some cardio that way. And then um, also learning some new dance moves. And after that, then I'll do my cardio. And so There are some times, especially depending on where I'm at in my stage of ketosis, where after I'm done with my strength training, I will feel like shit. And so I'm like depleted of all the glycogen inside of my body. And I know that I need to fuel. And while that doesn't happen often, it's one of those things that I know could happen. So I pay attention to it. And if ever that does happen, I will usually tell myself, okay, I accomplished this. I know that I want to do this other part of it. And instead of me saying like, oh, fuck it for the day, I'll refuel myself and then I'll realign that element of my workout on my schedule in a different place. And usually that means about 30 to 45 minutes of cardio. And I have found that by allowing myself and giving myself the permission to recalibrate that, it gives me less excuse because it's not an excuse. It's literally like a physical impairment. It doesn't make sense for me to try to push through the suck. And like, you really don't want to do that, in my opinion. At least that doesn't work for me. And it might work for someone else, but that's not how my body operates. Because I know that I'm probably going to use that pain as an excuse to not work out the next day. And it's really important for us to know ourselves in that way. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because you had made mention of one very important thing that I know a lot of people struggle with, and that is self-confidence. So what would be one micro element or one micro habit of self-confidence that you could do not every single day, but you can do one thing today? What would that micro habit be? I really think holding myself in a, just holding myself in a, a confident manner. Like, and that's where it, we've talked about this before is at work, I'm very confident. I'm very strong in my knowledge of what I do and, and how I approach to things. At home, I don't wear that same confidence. So what's going on? Because that's not all the time. So what's going on at home when you do have that hat on? external elements don't apply. What's going on with you when you are wearing that hat? I think it's just, it's a level of knowledge. So I, I don't know. I don't know. A level of knowledge in what area of life? Of just in of habit. I I actually, I think it would be more of habit than anything else of, you know, coming home and just relaxing and and chilling out instead of carrying that confidence that I have on a day to day. And I think 
going out into public is being confident in not only my abilities in case something were to happen, but a confidence of just who I am as a person. Because like I said, I, I have an exorbitant amount of confidence in the work aspect of things and I can roll out and you name it, I can do it. And it doesn't even cross my mind as being something of a weakness where at home, I think I shut that down and it's being able to present myself in that same and cockiness is the word that keeps coming to me, but it's not cockiness. It's more so of, of just that, just this is me and who I am and presenting myself in that way. So what I'm receiving when you say that is having that level of protector, which is so obvious when you're in uniform, being transferred into the home life. Exactly. Okay. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. Because one thing that I've noticed is that I carry my firearm around far more than you do. (laughs) So I wonder if the simple act of starting to reincorporate that Mm -hmm. might be one of those things that might help to build that confidence. And not only that, but me knowing that you have that instead of me having being the only one that does, you know, maybe that would be one one micro change or one micro habit to be able to incorporate. That's a good idea. I, I like that. So come up with one on your own because I'm curious. <laughs> um, I think in our previous episode or one of our previous episodes, we talked about that five, four, three, two, one. It's starting out my day, whether I'm working or I'm not, of launching myself into that form of positivity by when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning building not only myself up, but getting myself ready for the day and doing that. And then having my taking the steps forward to keep that progression, whether I'm working or not. Yeah. I think that's a a great idea, not only for you, but for all of us, I think that we all need to have those, those elements that are, something that comes from us and not necessarily the validation externally. And that's why I framed it that way, because all too often we become reliant on external people or external resources to gain that type of confidence or self-validation or, you know, to feel the feelings of whatever it is that we want to feel in that moment or, or with regards to a particular element of our lives. And so I think that is a great thing. And I'll even add to that, that I would encourage you to read the five second rule by Mel Robbins, the one that we had made mention of in our previous episode, because having that type of, you also made mention of having the knowledge, like being more confident in your knowledge. And the way to do that is to be able to expose yourself to that knowledge, right? I am diving into a 300 day training program. Clint, we've been married now for 14 years. Mm -hmm. We've been together for 15 and there, I don't think, has ever been a time in our marriage where I have not been learning or engrossed in some type of training program and furthering myself educationally. And so I think that perhaps creating space for yourself, whether it's five, we're talking about micro habits, right? So even if you told yourself that you're going to read for five minutes, only five minutes, let's say four days a week, as soon as you sit down at your desk at work before you start working, 
five minutes. Like who doesn't have five minutes? Time passes so quickly in five mm-hmm. minutes. And um, having little changes and tweaks like that in our life, they completely transform the trajectory. And again, it's because we have that compounding effect because the amount of reading and knowledge retention that you would have in five minutes a day, four days a week versus not doing that at all over a year's time, like do the math. That's a lot of, of knowledge intake. And, you know, because that's something you expressed is important to you. If it truly is that important, then you'll incorporate that into your day to day. So thank you for allowing (laughs) your certified coach wife to be able to challenge you a little bit. That was a little unexpected, but very typical within our home. So thank you for that. And um, I hope as you listen to this, that you find small micro ways to not be perfect, but to be able to be that optus in your own life, to be able to find the best you and to figure out what micro changes you might need to make, what micro habits you might need to adapt into your day to day in order to make that happen. Please do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.